Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. One more hour coming up of the show as we wrap up season 29 tomorrow night. Right now, though, he is the star of our show for a reason. He's got every piece of information you need on a busy weekend. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you're the man. Great to be with you and Kylan Telly on this Carb Day Friday. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway earlier today, Takuma Sato, your fastest Carb Day runner at 227.855. His best individual lap speed. More than his Chip Ganassi racing teammate, Scott Dixon, who is seventh. The only other driver to go 227+. plus. He finished at 227.285 for his best today. Rounding out the fast six was Will Power at 226.953. It was then Alex Pillow, your pole winner for the 107th running of the greatest spectacle in racing, which comes your way on Sunday afternoon. Kyle Kirkwood, fifth from Andretti Autosport. Sixth was Augustine Canapino. An impressive showing from Hunkos Hollinger Racing. Canapio is going to start in the third to last row of the Indy 500. So he put together something certainly on Carb Day today. Can't wait for Sunday. Here is your schedule, by the way, for Sunday morning into the afternoon. The gates, as always, will open for the Indy 500 bright and early at 6 a.m. The Borg Warner Trophy March to the Bricks is at 8.45. Driver intros will start at 11.47. The National Anthem sung at 12.24. Back home again in Indiana, performed by the legendary Jim Cornelison, the great Chicago Blackhawks anthem singer. That's at 12.36. The command to start the engines will be read by Roger Penske at 12.38. The green flag wave for the 107th running of the 500 at 12.45 on Sunday. Again, this is your Fast 12, the first four rows Alex Pillow, Renus VK, and Felix Rosenquist up front. At Santino Ferrucci, Pato Award, and Scott Dixon, 4, 5, and 6. The third row consists of Alexander Rossi, Takuma Sato, and Tony Kanaan. 10, 11, 12. Marcus Erickson, the defending champ. Benjamin Peterson and Will Power. Let's check in with some Major League Baseball scores. The Cincinnati Reds blanked the Chicago Cubs today at Wrigley. That's a final of 9 to zip. Hunter Green got the start for Cincy. I remember calling a couple of his starts against the South Bend Cubs. Now he's pitching against the Chicago Cubs. He went six scoreless innings with 11 strikeouts. What a powerful arm for Hunter Green here in his first win of the campaign. The Cardinals got by. Oh, excuse me. That was Thursday. The Cardinals fell today to the Cleveland Guardians. That was a final of 4-3 in Cleveland. Brewers get hammered by the Giants 15-1. Blue Jays over the Twins 3-1. That game was in Minnesota. It was the White Sox 12 and the Tigers 3. Right now in the top of the fourth inning from Seattle, the Pirates 2 and the Mariners 2. Minor League Baseball, no problem for the Indianapolis Indians. Win number 23 over the Columbus Clippers, 7-3 on the road. It was the Fort Wayne Tin Caps outlasting the Lansing Lugnuts in the 2-6-0. 
It was a scoreless game heading to extra innings. Fort Wayne won, Lansing nothing in 10. And the South Bend Cubs fall to the Dayton Dragons, a final of 3-1. Cubs play Dayton again tomorrow, 4.05 is the start time. That game will be aired on Marquee Sports Network, by the way. I'm lucky enough to have the call. Connor Nolan today went five scoreless innings with no walks and six strikeouts for the Cubbies. NBA basketball tomorrow. It'll be game six between the Celtics and the Heat. That's down in Miami at 8.30. Celtics need to win to force a game seven in Boston. And the Arizona Cardinals in the NFL released DeAndre Hopkins, star wide receiver today. They take a $22.6 million dead cap hit to get rid of him. Hopkins is still only 30, of course, the former Houston Texan in the AFC South. ESPN reports that it's the Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, and New England Patriots as front runners to sign him. We'll see if the Indianapolis Colts try and make a move if they are indeed interested in Hopkins. Can't wait for the 107th running of the greatest spectacle in racing. Again, that's Sunday afternoon. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Tony Rakestraw, Tony Rake, Tony Donahue joins me. <laughs> Tony, how are you tonight? I am great. I just left Lucas Oil Raceway on the west side of town. Man, you know what? This time of year, we got races all over. Seriously, that's the one thing we forget to talk about uh, when we get caught up in uh, the Indianapolis 500. You, you got races, you get, you know, night before you got in, in Anderson, you got, you know, out at uh at, at raceway or whatever lucas oil you, you know all over the i mean it's just all over the state where you have races uh this weekend is that right yeah anderson tomorrow night's a little 500 that's a crazy race um tonight uh it was well worth the price of admission you got four races uh the 70th running of the hoosier 100 that used to run at the state fairgrounds right. took place tonight and then um you have IndyCar, then you have Indy Next, then below that you have USF 2000 and USF Pro 2000. So I was spotting for those two races, um, got a second-place finish, and finished in the back of the pack in the second race. But uh, it was a great night of racing, four, four races um, this evening, and uh, a little bit windy, but all in all, good, good evening so far. So uh, let me tell you, I may have told you this story, but let me, t- let me bore you again with this story. When I was a kid, uh, I mean, my, my family, we, we liked, we used to go to qualifications and my, my mom and dad and my brother and I went to the Who's Your Hundred you talked about at the, at the fairgrounds, right? So, I mean, we, I, I might've been, uh, eight, nine, somewhere in that. My brother's three years older than I am. And so we, you know, we get in, you know, we, we go in and go to the grandstand, right? We're, we're sitting there. My brother and I noticed that there's nobody down, you know, on the front row, down in the front, right? <laughs> so we yeah. say, hey, we tell our parents, we'll tell our parents, hey, we're going to go sit in the front. So my mom and dad, you know, they're laughing. They don't say anything. But we're yeah. walking. We go down there, right? And we're we are on the front row, brother. And, I mean, it, we're just all excited. And they come into that first turn, right? Yep. And we are covered with dirt. I mean, we covered. <laughs> I mean, yeah. everybody in the stands are laughing at, at, at us. Because we are just, we are absolutely covered in dirt. Loved it. I'd go do it again tomorrow, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, but it was, you know, that, that's my love affair with the Hoosier 100. They still do it. I think it's cool that they do it out at, I'll still call it Raceway Park. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm from that generation, so to speak. Yeah, this is the first year they've had it. It was the 70th running, and, and it's, you know, the staple at the fairgrounds. But uh, the, the Indiana State Fairgrounds has gone away from, 
uh, motor racing, so to speak. Uh, I think they still do some harness racing type of stuff. Um, and they needed a landing spot. And, and, you know, the last one was back in 2020, I believe, and kind of sat idle for a while. And then um, here we are at Lucas Oil Raceway uh, out on the west side. So it was a, a good night of racing action um, this evening. And it all leads up to us uh, continuing to itch closer to the 107-8500 on Sunday. All right, Carb Day. Give me your impressions of Carb Day. Uh, my first impression is the driver that I picked as soon as I knew he was driving for this team is still fast and can still get it done, and that's Takuma Sato. He's been on top of the speed charts throughout the last week and a half. Uh, starts inside those first three rows. Sato, super fast. I think a lot of people uh, have been paying attention to Will Power. He had a really good practice on Monday, was able to move up through the field, was able to kind of put his car where he wanted to. Uh, you know, the the best passing is at the end of the back straightaway uh, going into three or the end of the front straightaway going into one. I uh, haven't seen a lot of drivers make passes between three and four in the short shoot. I uh, did see Felix Rosenquist and Will Power make a pass or two. Uh, so you're going to have to have good straightaway speed. Uh, I've seen that so far in Will Power. Um, and then you've got guys – that are very quietly under the radar. Two guys I'll give you is Alexander Rossi. Although if, if it's a little bit warmer than what's projected, it doesn't seem like the McLaren cars uh, do as well in the heat. Uh, and then Kyle Kirkwood, you know, it was mentioned. You know, I think BK just mentioned him bit fastest today. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, came in IndyCar last year. A.J. Foyt was about a step or two behind the radar just because, I mean, what Foyt has done so far with Ferrucci and Peterson and qualifying inside of the top 12 with both of those cars uh, has been awesome. And it's been great to see because Foyt cars just haven't been competitive. Uh, Kyle Kirkwood didn't change the Andretti, had a great car at St. Pete, didn't finish the deal, wins his first race at Long Beach. And I just, I, I always talk about, you'll have a winner on Sunday, then you'll have somebody who drove the best race, maybe came from the back, moved around. And I think, I think Kyle Kirkwood is flying under the radar as somebody that, if he can keep it clean, he might be there at the end of the day in a dark horse role coming up on Sunday. All right. Can you hang on through this uh, scoreboard update? I think you know the drill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we got some. <laughs> yeah. Tony Donahue with us talking about racing. We got some. Uh, we got some racing coming up in a couple of days. Right spot. We'll come back after the scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We told you about the top six for the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500. Here is 7 through 12. Alexander Rossi, of course, driving newly with Errol McLaren in his Chevy, looking for his first 500 win since he got the 2016 500 done as a rookie in the 100th running. Eighth is Takuma Sato, your fastest driver from Carb Day. Sato looks for his third 500, now with Chip Ganassi. Of course, he won the last one with Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing. And Sato, 
as part of that 500. There was nobody in the facility, no fans. So what a story it would be if Sato can come back and win this one with perhaps, as Doug Bowles has said, the president of IMS, expecting the biggest crowd or one of the biggest crowds that is in the last 25 years. Tony Kanata, is this truly his last 500? We'll find out, but doing it with Aero McLaren, Marcus Erickson, the defending champ starting 10th. He's fast again, kind of the sneaky Swede nickname is really doing him well as we go into race weekend. A lot of people aren't talking about Erickson when it comes to the Chip Ganassi cars. Benjamin Peterson was really impressive on qualifying weekend. One of the two A.J. Foyt machines in that fast 12. Peterson will start 11th. And Will Power, who's got six career Indianapolis Motor Speedway wins. Five of them are on the road course. One of them, of course, that 2018 500, he ended up in victory lane. That is 7 through 12. The 107th running of the Indy 500 comes your way. The green flag will be waved at 1245 after the command to start engines by Roger Penske on Sunday. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Tony Donahue rejoins me. Glad he's with us. That's for sure. From Burnout Sports and what's the other one? Remind me. Yeah, the fans place. Check out our uh, our free app free app you have my attention okay yeah yeah yeah. fans place and burnout sports takuma sato fastest today why aren't we talking about him winning this race uh i have been man i think he is super fast you know you go back to 17 when he won wins in 23 years later could he do it again um he's got a great car i mean this is this is a pairing. You know, last year this car was driven by Tony Kanan to a third-place finish, and you thought Tony was going to have a chance. He was fourth, and that red flag came out late in the going. Uh, gained a spot on Felix Rosenquist to finish third. You put Sato in there, um, who, you know, wasn't the fastest or wasn't didn't have the best 500 last year, but was super fast, has always had speed. I think he's going to be right there, and I think Marcus Erickson's going to be right there. It's going to be hard to beat. Chip Ganassi racing coming up on Sunday. Uh, and then it's hard to rank those drivers that are in that stable. Obviously, Alex Pelot starts on the pole. And for whatever reason, it's just so hard to win from pole position um, at the Indianapolis 500. Uh, Simon Pagino did it in 2019. He had to go back to, I believe, 2009 uh, before that. You know, then you go to Sato, Scott Dixon, and Marcus Erickson. Erickson got it done last year. He was very consistent. Um, Pelot had the uh, the unfortunate dive down pit road, yellow comes out, pits under a closed, closed pit. That kind of messes his day up. I think he recovered for maybe a ninth or a tenth place finish. And then Scott Dixon, you know, going about a mile and a half too fast and pit in on the last pit stop. And Marcus right. was just consistently there to take over. Um, obviously held off Pato on that late charge after the red flag. So, um, And then Scott Dixon, you know, we, we talk about a guy who is – one of the greatest IndyCar drivers of all time. Uh, he's certainly the greatest IndyCar driver, I would say, of the last 20 years. And it's like Mario Andretti syndrome. He only has one Indianapolis 500, which you say only has one. You know, how many drivers right. would right. give anything for just one Indy 500 win? But, um, you know, it, it, it's crazy to think that Scott only has one Indianapolis 500. I think he's got a really good chance rolling off on that second row, maybe get himself a second win on Sunday. It's a good point because uh, that's the other thing about it. I had this conversation earlier in the night, and that is, hey, if you just take uh, 
the Ganassi cars in the field, uh, that, that's not a bad bet. But this field is so deep and so talented. And look at the guys who've won here before, Tony. I mean, yeah. look, that's how difficult it is to win this race. Yeah, we were kind of – I was breaking down the field earlier today and just kind of where everybody starts and pit boxes. And, you know, I look at Benjamin Peterson, who is a rookie, starting 12. Look, if you look at who's around him, I believe – it's Ed Carpenter, 13th, McLaughlin, 14th, Joseph Newgard, Ryan Hunter, Kyle Kirkwood, Colton. There's a lot of race cars really, really starting behind Benjamin Peterson. So I'll be interested to see how he handles the start in his first Indianapolis 500. Um, you know, can Aaron McLaren kind of close that gap? We we spent years and years talking about the top three Indy cards. Team Penske, it's Ganassi, it's Andretti. You know, where is Andretti? I guess they've got a win so far this year, but Colton Herta hasn't won a race in over a year, and he's rumored to be the most, the highest-paid driver in the paddock. And then we still haven't – I mean, we talked about Will Power in the last segment, but can Joseph Newgarden break through? He's got right. two championships. He's won in almost every track on the circuit, and he just hasn't been able to put together good runs in the Indianapolis 500. He was third back in 2016, um, and he's led a few laps. But if you look at Team Penske as a whole, in the last – three Indianapolis 500s, they've only led a total of 19 laps, and in the last two, they've only led a total of three laps. So, you know, can Team Penske kind of turn things around after having three dismal Indianapolis 500s right. as a team over the last three years? A lot of storylines in play here, Tony Donahue. I know where you stand. That's for darn sure. Did yeah, we learn we anything at all from – Yeah, did you learn anything yeah. from Carb Day today, or we're just – uh, you know, thankful that everybody got through it, ready to go? Yeah, I think the two things we learned was something that I've never really seen, and, and it came from two Andretti cars. We saw um, back tires go flat. You, you normally, you just don't yeah. see that. Like If you do see that, right. there was some kind of contact with the wing, but uh, that was very interesting, and, and, and that can turn catastrophic real quick. Glad it didn't. Um, then I just wanted to see kind of how – Graham Rahal adjusts to what was probably, I mean, I'll go on the limb. It's not really going out too much on the limb to say the most emotional, you know, 24 hours of his life. You know, Sunday, we're talking about Graham Rahal missing the Indianapolis 500. And, right. You know, he's in tears in the pit road. And there's a realization sets in. And then 24 hours later, unfortunately, Steph Wilson um, gets crashed by another Rahal Letterman car. And we kind of went into Monday night thinking, all right, you know, Graham makes a lot of sense. He's close with Steph. He knows some of the, the you know, the team members over at QSIC Motorsports, Adron Reinbold, and he's got the same height as Steph Wilson. And it just started making sense. But then there was that, okay, Honda, Chevy thing. And I just thought, look, in the Indy 500, Chevy and Honda, they're not going to do this at any other racetrack. I mean, this is Iowa or this was, you know, Road America, this wouldn't happen. It'd be a, it'd be a Chevy, a previously driven Chevy driver. Uh, but, you know, kudos to Honda and Chevy for working together, getting Graham Rahal into the show. Um, and, you know, I don't think he's going to be overly competitive. I think it's very interesting um, that he is going to start around all the other Rahal Letter Melanigan cars in which his car is much faster uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he can get by those Ray Hall cars on the first lap. Um, but it was it was a little different. I talked to a friend of mine who spots for Scott Dixon, and I said, 
you know, how much studying are you doing? Because now you, you get all the liveries down and how the cars look and, and even what the numbers look like and maybe even the top of the driver's helmet. You have to throw that all away, you know, for carb day. And he said, you know, really, there are, there are a bunch of cars that do look alike. You kind of get used to them. Um, but now we just know it's Graham in the car, and Graham's very consistent, and we know what line he's going to run, and uh, all good. So it's just there's a lot of other things that go into the Indianapolis 500 besides 33 cars driving around in circles for five, for for three hours, right? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, you uh, you know, there's. I don't think those of us who, who I mean, I've never spotted. Uh, I can't imagine what that must be like. There's a lot more that goes in behind the scenes than most of us realize. And again, I brought it up earlier in the show. It's hard to win, not just not just the Indy 500, but it's just it's hard to win week in week out. Look at the number of different winners they've had in the NTT series to this point, yeah. and so which makes it even doubly hard to win on Sunday. Yeah, and, and and to your point, you know, you, anybody will tell you you have to be perfect, and that really is not getting caught up in somebody else's mess, not, you know, making your own mistakes, and then, you know, your pit crew has to be perfect six stops, sometimes seven. And I said it's, I remember saying this on your show a year ago, and I'll say it again now. Somebody is going to lose their race because of a either a pit road violation, whether it's a speeding penalty, running over equipment, um, somebody is going to have their day ruined on pit road. It happens every year. So, you know, not only do you have to be perfect for you know, 800 turns, you have to have your pit crew. The timing has to be perfect. You have to hit pit road, you know, coming off four under green and, and getting the most out of your in and out laps. Uh, because sometimes that's the difference when these, especially when these races like we've seen in the past stay green uh, for a longer stint. So, yeah. Uh, you, absolutely, you absolutely have to be perfect on pit road. He's Tony Donahue, the man. Nine years with the show. Burnout Sports and uh, players, say that again, remind me, uh, fans. The fans play oh, yeah. app. You have the fans, fans play place app. It's a yep. free app. And I was, yeah. And I, and I was with you for 10 years. Don't short me on that one year, sir. Oh, it only felt like <laughs> nine. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Have fun, okay? All right. Thanks, Bob. Have a great night. Thanks, Tony. Tony Donahue. We're talking racing. All right. More to come. We've got scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We are splitting these Indy 500 drivers into groups of six. Ed Carpenter starts 13th from Ed Carpenter Racing, of course. Can he win his first career Indy 500? The Butler grad. It would be quite the story if you see Ed Carpenter in victory lane come Sunday. How about Scott McLaughlin? The driver of the yellow submarine from Team Penske starting 14th had Scott on a special Fast Friday program last week. He talked about what winning the Indy 500 would do for him personally, coming from New Zealand, coming to an America, coming to America, marrying an American woman. And he taught his in-laws all about racing and the 
details of what it is, and now they're diehard racing fans. Pretty cool. Kyle Kirkwood, the Indy Lights champion, of course, now Indy next. Now in his second Indianapolis 500, now with Andretti, drove for AJ Foyt Racing last year. Connor Daly has led at least one lap in each of the last two Indy 500s. He starts 16th, and Joseph Newgarden, the second of the two bus bros, Scott McLaughlin and Joseph Newgarden. you got to check it out on YouTube, Bus Bros. It is their YouTube podcast program. It's hilarious between the two team Penske drivers and Ryan Hunter Ray. There is a big question mark next to Ryan Hunter Ray of what exactly he can do in this race. Ryan Reinbold Racing Machine number 23. Hunter Ray, the 2014 Indy 500 champion. A year off last year, back in the fold this year. Let's see what he can do. I'm Brendan King, Network Indiana. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brad Huber joins me, track announcer at the Paragon Speedway and alumnus of Indiana Sports Talk. Brad, how are you tonight? Thanks for the call. I'm doing well, Coach. Uh, good to be with you. We got a little, you know, we, we, you're cutting out on me. How's that sound? So, uh, Stay with me here for a second. Kai, let's put Brad on hold and see if we can figure out just exactly uh, what's going on, technologically speaking. Um, Brad Huber, uh, my resident gearhead, you know, longtime member of, uh, of Indiana Sports Talk, and um, he's great at what he does. As I mentioned, he's out at the uh, Paragon Speedway. Brad, let's try this again, okay? How's that? How do you sound? Is that any better, Coach? A hundred percent better. Did we race tonight at Paragon, or are we racing tomorrow night? We are racing tomorrow night at Paragon Speedway, the eve of the Indy 500, the special Shepherd Memorial race uh, regarding former owners of the track. So a special 50-lap sprint car race tomorrow. should be a lot of fun, along with the Hornets, the Bombers, and the Street Stocks. So... If you're listening and want to enjoy some racing, you're not headed to the right. little 500 up at Anderson tomorrow. Come down to Paragon, and uh, we'll have a good show for you on the eve of the Indianapolis 500. I'm telling you what, a 50-lap sprint. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. That'll uh, be crazy. On the, on the dirt track, too. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. That'll be crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, they put on a really good show on the dirt track, the three-eighths of a mile oval that we have. So, uh, we were washed out a week ago, so looking forward to getting back to it tomorrow. It should be a fun night of racing, and looks like the weather will be perfect. So come out and come down I uh, State Road 67 and join us tomorrow night. There you go. All right, so uh, did you make it to Carb Day today, or did you have to actually work for a living? Yeah, I actually had to work today. So I was watching it on uh, on my computer at work and came home and watched the pit stop competition today. When I got home, so I didn't make it out to Carb Day. Didn't make it out to the Carb Night uh, Classic and the Hoosier 100 race at Indianapolis Raceway Park. So we just got back from that, and that was a lot of fun, as they always put on great racing there at the uh, 5 8 mile short track in Brownsburg. All right, so uh, tell me what you think about Sunday. I mean, I mentioned earlier a couple of times on the show that if I took uh, the Ganassi team against the field, it wouldn't be a bad bet. No, it would not be a bad bet at all because I like Takuma Sato, Alex Pelot, Scott Dixon. All three of them were in the top five in practice both on Monday and today in carb day practice. So that that's a very safe bet if you go with the Ganassi and – 
uh, let somebody else have the rest of the field. Uh, I would agree on you with that. The only person I would add in there, Will Power, who was quickest on Monday, third fastest today. But, uh, yeah, you can't look past those Ganassi drivers who have been very, very quick and have led several days of practice uh, all month long. You know, I've mentioned this throughout the night. Uh, this is a very deep field. And, and you know, here we are talking about favorites. Quite frankly, uh, you look down the list of guys who've won at Indy before, guys who've won in the NTT series, not only this year but previous years, uh, and the depth of the field is as impressive as it's been uh, maybe ever, I suppose. And uh, that's why winning this race is so difficult because of, I think, the talent and the unbelievable teams that are involved in the race Sunday. Oh, I agree, and I think the depth of the IndyCar series, as you mentioned, is as deep now as it was probably in the 80s and the 90s before the split. We have nine previous winners of the Indianapolis 500 in the field. Obviously, some have better chances than others to win the race on Sunday. For example, guys like Elio Castroneves and Simon Passion, that Meyer Sink Racing team, they've struggled this month, so uh, you know, I probably wouldn't put them in the fair category. We mentioned Takuma Sato, Scott Dixon, Will Power, all past winners. They certainly are favorites. But, yeah, I think any of about 15 or 20 guys could uh, realistically go to victory lane and drink the milk on Sunday. That's a lot of guys. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I agree, but I'm just saying that's a lot of guys. It is a lot of guys. And, you know, it all comes down to strategy and, you know, who might try to stay out, who might – uh, try to take that extra pit stop and run a little faster and then how the cautions come out and you know stay out of trouble. It takes a lot of luck to win at Indianapolis and have the cautions fall your way. But, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen on Sunday. But the talent of this field, the fastest field in the history of the Indianapolis 500, uh, is going to put on a good show. And, you know, like I mentioned, 15 or 20 guys uh, have a realistic shot to win. So, it's going to be a great race on Sunday. I think it is. I think uh, earlier tonight someone made the comment, and I think we all understand it. You, you literally have to be perfect uh, at Indy you, you, to win the race. With everything involved and all the things at play, you have to be. You have to do a. Things have to go perfectly for you in the pits, out of the pits, uh, on the track. Decisions that you make. It literally has to be one of those perfect days for you. It does, and you might want to throw the word luck in there also. You need to get a little bit lucky. Yeah, yeah. You get the win at the Indianapolis 500. You look at Grant Rahal, who probably had the best car two years ago when Elio won his fourth, but then the uh, crew member doesn't get that tire on all the way, that right rear, and it comes off, and he hits the wall in turn two, coming out back onto the racetrack. So you need perfect pit stops and uh, a little bit of lady luck. Uh, to find yourself into victory lane. We've had a couple of great battles the last couple of years. Last year, Marcus Erickson fought to award. The year before that, Elio Castanevis, Alex Below. So hopefully we'll have a good battle down the stretch between two or three guys all the way to the checker flag. And I think it will be. And, you know, the cool thing about it is is that the, the weather is going to be perfect, number one. I mean, it's just going to be spectacular. And uh, it it really bodes well for what should be another exciting race. Yeah, and there's going to be, it sounds like now cloud cover is going to be a factor, so that'll keep the oh. track temps down and add right. some into the racetrack. So uh, that will add some 
uh, difference into it. We've seen a lot of hot, slick racetracks over the last few years. So uh, it'll be interesting as, you know, the extra grip will help the handling of these race cars and uh, really give it to the drivers to see uh, how they can handle the cars the best and uh, some perfect uh, uh, in the pits and perfect um, strategy. So we'll, we'll see what happens on Sunday. So it's going to be a little bit cooler, a little cloudier, and it'll be a different race, I think, than we've seen the last few years. So cloud cover coming in. You had to spoil it for us. Yikes. <laughs> come on. Come on now. I know it. I know it. But, you know, that might make it very, very comfortable for the fans and the stands also, not not to mention the drivers and the fire suits and the, and the crew members too, not so hot in those uh, fire suits and the fans in the stands should be a pretty comfortable day. It sounds like, and the humidity is going to be very, very low too. Not a normal late May humid Sunday, like we're used to. Just to add that as another factor of how difficult it's going to be to win the race on Sunday, Brad Huber, track announcer at the Paragon Speedway and friend of the show, Brad, it's great to talk to you. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Coach. Enjoy your summer. We'll look forward to talking to you in the fall. I'll do it. Thanks very much. As Brad has alluded to, I'll be uh, wrapping up Season 29 tomorrow night as we get ready for the Indianapolis 500, and then I'll be taking uh, my customary uh, summer hiatus. I'll be back on the air on May the, excuse me, August the 4th, (laughs) as we begin season number 30, 30, Uh, yikes, that's a long time, and um, 30 years of being on the air on Fridays and Saturdays, Uh, it's, um, it's been fun. Especially love race weekend. It's 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 so much fun. The anticipation um, and all the things that go into play, and it's such a huge event as we all understand. It's great to be a Hoosier, especially this time of year. All right, final scoreboard update of the night from Mr. Brendan King coming up. Stay with us. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. The 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 comes your way on Sunday. we got to tell you, though, what's coming up on your sports Saturday. No action really at the track tomorrow. There are a few autograph sessions at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway that you can be a part of. From 10.30 to 11 as well, there is the public driver's meeting. But again, no track action. That was only on Carb Day. We're Takuma Sato, the fastest car, 227 plus heading into the greatest spectacle in racing. Here's what you have to look forward to tomorrow. 110 start in Detroit. The Tigers and the White Sox at 210. The Toronto Blue Jays visit the Minnesota Twins. 410 starts for both the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Seattle Mariners and the San Francisco Giants visiting the Milwaukee Brewers. It's the Cardinals and the Guardians in Cleveland at 715 and the Cubs host the Reds at the same time. Minor League Baseball, the Indianapolis Indians get going in Columbus, taking on the Clippers at 705 tomorrow. The Lansing Lugnuts face off with the Fort Wayne Tin Caps at 635. Pretty cool for me tomorrow. I'll be on the call. Marquee Sports Network, South Bend Cubs host the Dayton Dragons at 405. I get the honor 
of tossing to the Cubs game from Wrigley after we play. So that's pretty cool. Get to do that on Marquee tomorrow. NBA Eastern Conference Finals tomorrow. Game six, the Celtics and the Heat, an opportunity for Miami to go to the NBA Finals. 8.30 tip down in South Florida. If Boston wins, though, they force a decisive Game 7 in Massachusetts. Thanks for tuning in. Brendan King, IST. Talk to you Sunday. Welcome back, everyone. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Not so fast, Mr. King. Let's go back over the marquee network. Yeah. You kind of get you, you know, you went through it. I know you, I know you got a time limit and all that, but... Let's talk about this, all right? Let's talk. Let's talk about our little boy is growing up. Our little boy is growing up. Come on now. This is is great. So, Marquee Network, who do you have tomorrow? Yeah, so, Coach, I'm doing the South Bend game tomorrow. And then uh, right back down here for race day on Sunday, obviously. But we play in South Bend tomorrow at 4 o'clock against Dayton. That's the Reds affiliate. And then kind of cool because it's Cubs-Reds at Wrigley tomorrow night at 7.15. But our game, obviously, is on the marquee network before. So I get the honor. After we play, I get the honor of tossing to John Shambi. Uh, at Wrigley on Marquee tomorrow. So that's going to be pretty cool. Yikes. Okay. And then you get the honor of driving from South Bend back to Indy to sure be here for the race. I sure do. But I'll tell you what, Coach, I am a master of US 31 by now. I could do that in my sleep. I would I would think, yeah, I would think your car doesn't need you right now. They could, It could get here without you um but look at it this way you're young you're energetic full of life this is this is a great life experience if i had that energy i'd do the same thing quite frankly you know what i mean well i appreciate the compliment but i'm not gonna lie i'm a little tired this this is it's been a fun week but uh no we'll, we'll get some sleep here tonight we'll head to south bend tomorrow morning do the ball right. game. But here's the coolest part, Coach, of being able to do a game on a marquee. You have to keep in mind, of course, it's going to be a beautiful Saturday afternoon in Chicago. So the fact that we're on marquee, I have plenty of friends in the city. A lot of them go to Cubs games, and they go out to the Wrigley Field bars before right. the game. So the Wrigley bars are going to have me and the South Bend Cubs on marquee. <laughs> so before every every time we're on marquee, I get texts and phone calls to say, hey, we, you're on TV right now. I said, man, I got to hang up the phone. So pretty fun. Right, right. <coughs> Excuse me. I think I have a pretty cool life, but uh, in my next one, I'm coming back as you. That's my that's my plan. Okay? I'll trade you. If I could be a Hall I'll of Fame basketball coach, I, I'll trade you. Well, you know what? <laughs> I had good players. I understand I recruited them, but I, I still had good players. Who um, I'm just I'm, you, you, all that you're talking about. I remember the, the I never I didn't sleep for uh, I coached for whatever it was 16 years. I didn't get any sleep because I was also an athletic director, and so sleep. Uh, nah, no such. I took I, I I've been on vacation for 30 years to be honest. <laughs> with, with this kind of schedule, to be to be perfectly blunt, but having a good time. That's the cool thing about it. All right, we got one more segment with you, maybe, because I know you want. I know you're trying to get out of here and go catch up on your sleep. Right, you got all kinds of things going on. Our, did our Cubs, South Bend Cubs, win today? 
Uh, not today, 3-1, so we'll try and get oh. it back tomorrow. But, hey, you know I got as much time for you as as you want, and I'll be sure I to call you tomorrow that. night. No, I'll call you tomorrow night, no problem. Uh, I'm looking. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So the Cubs don't win. How do our um, how do ten caps do? Let's get the rundown on the Indy, Indiana team. Yeah, Fort Wayne played an interesting game. It, they finished in ten, beat Lansing, but it was a scoreless game going Ooh. to extras. That does not happen often. So Fort Wayne, right. they walk yeah. off Lansing in ten, one one zip. Outstanding, outstanding. So Indians win. Yeah. Um, you guys don't win. Caps win. Okay, not bad. Not a bad night for the uh, for the Indiana teams. That's good. Okay. Brendan King, final break, final thoughts. We're going to come back, talk a little more racing. Uh, just a reminder, um, tomorrow night we'll wrap up season 29, and then uh, the following weekend we're, gonna, we're on, as you know, we're on throughout the summer. I'll be, um, I'll be in Franklin. Um, body water out in our backyard has my name on it so that's where we'll be we're back after this final break for some final thoughts this is indiana sports talk welcome back this is indiana sports talk brought to you by indiana donor network brendan king and kai tally have been with us tonight and uh, both tremendous at what they do it's uh i have the easy part i just yak they're the ones who do the work and they do it very very well Mr. King, uh, are you, you're fired up for the race, right? You're all set, ready to go. Can't wait. I'm ready for it, especially if it's weather like Carb Day. I mean, I know maybe some clouds, but if it's warm and it's nice, I'm all good to go. I can't wait for Sunday. Did you go last year? Did you go to the race last yeah, year? Yeah, I've been each of the last three. Yeah, this is going to be four oh. in a row coming up this year. Dude, you're gonna you're gonna get your Hoosier card. You know, you're I gonna be so. a Hoosier. I hope here. so. I applied you keep for this it. Up. I applied for it. You Hopefully keep it's this in the up, mail. you're actually gonna be a Hoosier for heaven's sakes. Seriously. And part of it is you gotta go to the race. Uh the other part too is that if you're a real Hoosier, you, you go to a party the night before and you don't go to bed, you just go from the party and go straight to the track. Ooh. That's when you know you've arrived, okay? Yeah, that's well. We're going to call the South Bend game tomorrow, and we'll go from there. I think that's – got to take it step by think, step. Listen, tomorrow night, Kristen Airy is going to join me, okay? Voice of the voice of the Pacers. Now, let me give you – and I'm going to, I'll bring it up on the show tomorrow night. It's one of my favorite Kristen Airy stories. He's also, at the time, he's also the voice of the Indiana Fever. And he is um, such a professional – uh, that he and the Fever are playing uh, in, in a uh, – they have a game, uh, I think, out in Tulsa, okay? And he has a he has a Pacer game. So he does the Fever game, and he is he's in turn four for the Indianapolis 500, right, on the, on the network. And he's so committed to both that he tells the Fever he's not going to miss the game. So he gets a couple of, uh, of his uh, fellow staff members of the Pacers and Fever – they they all drive, so they get him from Oklahoma back to Indianapolis in time for the race. And uh, it's one of the coolest stories, especially the way he tells it. So, yeah, you got you got a little bit to go to, to match that one, don't you think? Well, the drive from South Bend is no drive from Oklahoma. But uh, hopefully let's get a win tomorrow, and then uh, we could go all out with the race. I think that's a good plan. So can we get back in first place, or are we still we're we're in striking distance, right? Yeah, so we're going to be a half game back heading into tomorrow. So 
Definitely doable. It's kind of been a tug of war in the West, Coach, between your Beloit Skycarp right. and us. But uh, win tomorrow can get us right back in the first. But still, there's a little ways to go before the first half ends, about 20 games or so. So a little bit of wiggle room, but you got to take care of business, as you know. He's Brendan King. Tremendous job on the scoreboard updates tonight. Be safe tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, night. Coach. Call you tomorrow. Can't do it without Brendan. Cannot do it without Kylan Talley. Our studio producer, extraordinaire. Tremendous job by both of them. Again, what I do is extremely easy. What they do takes some talent, and they're really talented and good at it. My thanks to our great stations around the state that bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. And for 29 years, you've all made us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.